Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 100. Yeah, that's 100 hours of Huck Media, Weird Michael, and your boy Jeff with a G. Thank you so much for listening to All 99, or if this is your first one, welcome to the best show on earth. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. All right, folks, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 100. We are in the middle of week two and three in the NFL season. We're fired up for it. We'll get to that a bit later. But, I mean, 100 episodes. In the words of Will Smith in one of my favorite movies, The Pursuit of Happiness, you got to dream, you got to protect it. And here at Centennial Studios, I'm looking at two guys who've uh, helped me protect mine, and I can't thank you enough. Uh, all 100 episodes of this fine NFL show brought to you by Huck Media and the fine people at HuckMedia.ca. Our stats team upstairs, led by the wonderful Leslie, who now has a few online crushes, by the way. Uh, can't thank you enough for all of our Look Who's Talkers. Uh, with our first few seasons, our, our news guy, Brent Waits, a.k.a. the voice of God. Uh, wouldn't, you know, we couldn't have got started without him. Our guests, our guest hosts, uh, Coach Palmateer and Mr. James Duhamel. And just everyone else who's just chimed in, shared online, Lee Van Mosdyke, Chris McElhaney, Craig Waits, Jake Frisney, and I'm sure I'm missing some people, Skip McDonnell, um, Matt Harris. Anyway, we, we, know, we know that you guys are helping, and we really appreciate it. And all you Look Who's Talkers, if this is your first show listening, well, good God, we're going to make it the best one ever for you. All right? I read Steve Martin's book when I was a kid, Be So Good They Can't Ignore You. So uh, we just try to make... The next show, the best show, every time. Uh, as I stand here, staring at uh, Weird Mike's giblet smile, wearing our new Huck Media hoodies. Oh, swagged out. Brought to you by our friends at Team LTD. Uh, Weird Mike just informed me that he's got some new, t- new, new jibs on the way, and he might be sounding a little different in episode 101, all the way up to episode 201. So we'll check the evolution of that. Hugh Picks went 3-2-1 last week. The Weird Mike Gambling Donut, a.k.a. the Desperate Donut, went 1-1. One one. Uh, yeah. Uh, in other news, the Jays are in a pennant race. If you're here in Toronto, we are all over it. I know Coach Palmy has got a group chat that's giving me Jays updates. I don't even need to watch. And until they save baseball in the ways that I told them to, I still can't. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, big week in the NFL, big win by Lamar on Sunday Night Football and all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> Weird Mike, I just met your baby. And let me tell you, exceeded expectations on cuteness. I can't believe it's yours. I won't believe it's yours. And I'd like to take you to both to Maury Povich to prove it. <laughs> new teeth, new baby, 100th episode. How you doing, Weird Michael? Super excited and ready to rock this milestone episode. I am feeling reflective and appreciative i went back through a lot of my show notes uh over the last uh 100 odd episodes and five odd years and i realized how much i've been through as a person and where i was and where i am now sitting in a basement in etobicoke um i went through the full range of government uh designations uh, official status Okay, so I started this show as married, yeah, <laughs> and then was separated. Yeah, that's a that's a designation. You got to check separated. Sure, 
And then I was divorced. I don't think I've ever checked anything. <laughs> and then after divorce period ends, you're single. Yep. And now I'm like seven weeks away from that common law TikTok and <laughs> official. Uh, started as a worker at a business. Now I own the business. Started out as a homeowner. Now I'm not. So a lot. And by the way, the kid is not with the wife. So anyway, a lot, <laughs> a lot has happened in 100 episodes. And I want to thank everybody out there for giving us an outlet to share and explore what we love to do. And that's talk football and make you laugh. Have a farmer blast doing it. By the way, 100 episodes with your boy Jeff G. Yeah, you become you become a little more of a gypsy. <laughs> the gypsies, yes. And uh, unconfirmed episode 101, new jibs. Uh, Hugh, don't uh, don't start the band and fire up the paddy wagon just yet. Uh, if all goes well, episode 104, 105. But my dentist warned me I'll be sounding different because well, two large obstacles will be in the way <laughs> of what has been a cavernous gap on and off for two decades. Did you ask your dentist about this or no, did he just say that? He knows my, uh, my he, alter ego on the tour bus scene and he told me that my speech would be not impeded, but, you know... Everything short of impeded. You said before the show it might be a bit lispy. I, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm scared, uh, so it'll take a while. That first episode will be fun. I'm going to hammer you with Carson Wentz questions. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see which syllables uh, you know, become problematic. And I'm sure you'll find them and exploit them uh, for all of our Look Who's Talkers out there. But again, reflective and appreciative yeah. in episode ciento cent cento however you want to slice it up 100 pop and i'll be rocking a hundred dollar giveaway later in the show Ooh, i like that teasers look at that folks we are learning how to become a professional show that's an official teaser keep listening mike's giving away money and let me tell you in two decades of knowing him that happens about once a decade. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a couple strings attached, but, <laughs> yeah, but don't yeah. you worry. Of course. There'll be some cash at the end of it. Yeah. It's 27 puppet strings. He's going to tell you two of the things you got to do with it. You're going to get 3750. <laughs> um, I'm appreciative, reflective, and also hung the farv over from a massive Muskoka wedding that Huck Media was also at. I don't remember talking to you after the sixth shot of tequila, Huck. Uh, by the way, The Rock, that guy makes some good tequila. That Terra Mana shit, damn, that's smooth. Just makes you yell. By the way, we had the wedding, and then two days later, we had the bachelor party. It's 2021, people doing stuff differently. My boy Benny D is a very busy man, and this is the day he gave us. Uh, so I can't, After the wedding. After the wedding on a Tuesday. We, going up. We got the SWSRV from my boss, Jordy. We went down to the some, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, actually pretty nice nine hole course down in, um, in Aurelia and then hit up Casino Rama for one lap, as Mike said, and big Benny D from Turtle Jack's, uh, the owner of Turtle Jack's Port Carling, best wings in the world, went on a, a heater that I've never actually seen live before. He turned 300 bucks into $2,400 in about an hour and a half. Also, all of our buddies were betting behind him. Cause you can do that in blackjack. You can just... You know, Ben's our friend, but as you mentioned, like you, 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 it peaked in Casino Quebec, or turn of the century. I'm on a heater, and random strangers just throwing money behind my bet. Yeah. 
No limit. No square. Oh, yep. that's mine. That's mine. Oh, yeah. no, that's mine. Right. And that was going down and, at Rama. Oh yeah, but we like our buddies were doing it, so he was sure. winning everybody money. We and I, anyway, we got him out of there like while he was still up two G's, and let's just say the rest of the night was fun. Yeah. Uh, so I can't be mad at who planned the bachelor party the day before my hundredth episode because it was me. <laughs> also, I you know had to do a couple errands today. It is far and hard uh, to be hungover during COVID because interesting. You know you're like you know you're you're under your mask, but you're like uh, you know you're coughing up last night's Coors seltzers, and uh, people are looking at you like, oh God, get out of here. And I'm like, hey, hey, I just drank. Okay, relax. Small chance I'm hungover tomorrow. Relax, double vax. Yeah, Weird Mike has a beer and a half, and it's over. All right, that's how Catalina with the over. That's how Baby Cat was made. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, hey, live bet, Huck. Over or under Weird Mike two and a half beers during the show. Under. Yeah, <laughs> big time. People smashing the under. <laughs> smashing the under. Minus two hundred at yeah. the thirty minute mark. He's gonna pour you out a third of his last one. Uh, folks, you know we've had a lot of. Uh, a lot of real funny moments on this show. You know, this is why we started doing the show. Me and Weird Mike have been talking football since we started talking. And uh, it's always kind of what kept us together as vastly different individuals. <laughs> so vast. Uh, and, uh, and, and our boy Huck Media, just the man of all trades, starting his own business. He's like, hey, let's do a podcast. And here we are. We started with a couple cereal boxes at Kipling Studios holding up one mic that we shared. Is this Weird Mike's 100th episode? He was on episode one. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I you, thought you were on episode two. No, no, I was there at Kipling Studio. Yeah, okay. I was rocking I just, the vest. I just and the happened shades. to be blazing with him before I went to the show. And I'm like, why don't you come? You know, because marijuana has never led to bad ideas before. <laughs> so, you, um, the cereal boxes really stick out in your mind here. You mentioned those a, a handful of times. I feel like if we make it big, which is that a Shark tell Tank you, moment? I'm betting on it. Is that uh, like a Shark Tank moment? I got something, and the wheels are wheels are spinning here, Mike. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's going on at some point in the next few weeks. Well, uh, some of my fave moments are the few episodes we recorded at CBC Studios. Yeah, that was cool. Full access to some of the greatest equipment in the country. Big shout out to our buddy Rankin. Yes, good, good buddy of VOG for setting that up. That uh, that was inspiring. I kind of walked away and uh, had my chin up, you know, a little swag the next day or two. Also, it was a badass studio. And um, and I always liked a few weeks before each season because, uh, you know, our friend and host, uh, Hughes, a bit of a pro- procrastinator. You know, <laughs> it's only about 10 or 12 days before week one's set to begin. And I my it, my inbox is flooded with, hey, what's going on with the show? Yeah. Are you guys going to do the show? I said, you know what? Hughes pretty busy guy right now. Oh, buddy. He'll get around to it. But knowing that, you know, there's a dozen, two dozen messages of people wanting to hear us, uh, you know. It, uh, it can turn a day around. So, again, thank you. Yeah, again, I know we'll say that a lot today. Again, because I'm also hungover, but thank you. So, when I don't know what else to say. I'll try to skip the ums and ahs. Yeah, no ums and ahs. And just say thanks. What about a least fave, Hugh? You got a, I got two least faves. Least faves? Least faves. Least faves. Not like detrimental, like, you know, a stain, but um, I used to get so tired of defending my pre-show routine and stretches to you guys. When we were at Kipling and Wallace Studio, I used to get into a full froth stretch. I'm talking like, you know, Kama Sutra, non-sexual, voice exercises to get into character, you know, because Weird Mike was still formulating as as a character and a person, even though I've been the weirdest person you've ever known since day one. But to me... 
I was developing a character. Right. And to us, you wake up like that. And, you know, always having to defend my stretches. You know, it's funny. We rarely agree on stuff in this show, but my least favorite thing is probably your stretches. (laughs) And having to defend why we're telling you to not do it in the tightest pajamas you could find from 1979, hiked up to your titties so I know exactly where your balls separate. Yeah, I'm trying to write the truth of the week. And I got testes in my face in a kitchen. Um, speaking so of I'm Wall- glad that stopped. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Wallace Studios, did a couple shows there, about half a dozen or so. Yeah, VOG's place. And I tried to park a bus in the junction. Oh, my <laughs> God. Running late. Couldn't get it out post-show. Just, oh, my God. So, anyway, some ups and downs. Not all peaches and cream behind the set of Look Who's Talking. But to every rate, reviewer, subscriber, share. Across all platforms, again, 100. Yeah, let us know, folks. Send in your DMs, your favorite moments. We'll share them on uh, the Hughes Talking Instagram. Remember to follow us at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. <laughs> and wherever you're listening all over the world, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, uh, ciao, guten tag, and... Vanagam. Giddy up. Uh, is guten tag Dutch or German? German. The newest Look Who's Talker is a female football player there's a german semi-pro female football league and she came on my tour this week and somehow the nfl came i said go bills as we approach the rainbow bridge she tells me all this she follows the podcast check a look at her insta and she's a fullback man full pads kickers and anyway guten tag hey watch out for the germans uh yeah i remember you know keep doing that the rate review subscribe like share it really does help we are an organic growing show so you guys grow us probably faster than we can grow ourselves um anyway thanks a lot from the bottom of our hearts uh anyway besides the football you guys watch anything right now oh hold on my favorite i said my least favorite thing the stretching uh my okay but so my favorite uh Kind yes, I asked fav- you what yours. Yeah, favorite stuff. I think we, you know, favorite takes. How about that? Favorite takes. Uh, I really think I could save baseball if, if someone from fucking Major League Baseball would listen to me. Okay, uh, you know, get rid of the coaches on the field. I don't know why they wear uniforms. They're seventy. <laughs> no timeouts, and the ball's always live. Multiple quarterback formations will one day be happening. I don't know when, but I will be right one day. I might be sixty, but I'll be right. Uh, when we both agreed that the Bills need to draft Josh Allen. Hey, if, this, if he's a mistake, let him be our mistake. Give us a big-armed Wyoming farm tank. I was more on drafting his bestie. Hawkinson. If you recall. Hawkinson. A- anybody. Just the big white dude from the middle of the country. You <laughs> could fill in your name sure. however you want. All right. Uh, funniest thing I think we've done uh, are just a couple of things that we've done. Uh, look who's talking. I think it was season two. When we all went to the Bills game. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was going to be my favorite moment. That was the awesome. Bills game. We, we got, again, another story with Jordy's RV. <laughs> yeah, let's keep those stories to a minimum. Right? We, yeah, yeah. We, we'll talk about the, the Golden Deuce. But uh, Weird Mike doing, doing a live video as the guy just jumps off Jordy's RV from out of the picture almost, smashes through the table. Everyone loses their mind. Who was that guy? No idea. Nobody just, knew. Just a guy. 
a classic Bill's Mafia henchman. I had two bush lights in my hand and the last filter dart, like the last draw (laughs) before it hits the filter. Uh, A red Bill's hoodie scarf thing and some bright yellow sunglasses because that's what you wear to a Bill's game. I can't wait till they open that freaking border up and look who's talking can return to the Ralph or whatever they call it. What's the stadium name now? Uh, New Era Field. No, it's something else now. It's with an H. I got no idea. Okay, we'll get that to you soon. Um... One of my favorite things I think you ever talked about on the show, I just was listening to the car on the way from Muskoka. This was when you were just talking about how <laughs> that you were you were doing your Instagram video, talking about point spread picks down on the river. In Guelph. In Guelph. And somebody wearing a Niners jersey in the woods just hears you talking point spreads to yourself <laughs> and runs out and be like, hey, are you talking point spread? Like, who you like this week? And you have this random... Classic weird Mike moment with some guy in the woods who just needed a friend to. He he was with his family, and his wife was furious that they were busting up their Sunday morning walk time. Uh, He's he's still a listener to the show. He still contributes online. Nice. Um, Highmark Stadium, the Bills' new home. Highmark Stadium. Long way. Highmark, there you go. Long way Harrison from screaming that Harrison Nolan screaming that into the into the their radios right now driving to work. Uh, okay, I'll just quickly. I think you know the herd always does. You know where I was right, where I was wrong. You know I've always liked that segment on his show, but we'll do for the hundredth episode. We'll do something similar. Here's my worst takes, I think, and my best takes. Uh, worst takes. I was pretty high on the 49ers backup quarterback, like extremely high. Mr. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. Uh, to the point where I was pretty sure, I almost guaranteed that he would take over for Garoppolo and that the coaches secretly thought he was better. Well, he's no longer with the team. <laughs> the Eagles had so much confidence in him as a backup that they got rid of him. And uh, they signed Gard- They got Gardner Minshew, another guy I wasn't quite right on, although I still believe in Minshew. Um, last year's survivor pick, uh, I took... Anyway, I took the Chiefs to beat the Colts two, two years ago. And st- instead of taking the most obvious pick on the board, the Philadelphia Eagles to, be- be- to beat Jake Luton, the third backup quarterback for the New York Jets, because I watched his college highlights. Like, shut up, Jeff. You're an idiot. I remember the Jake Luton week. And this doesn't count, really, because it was pre-episode one. But I was pretty high on Johnny Menzel, and I may as well tell you. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so those are all your your wrongs. Wrongs. What, Very so wrong. Usually people lead with the rights. Hey, you know. Can I slip in my right? Absolutely. Harrison Butker. <laughs> this guy was drafted in, I can't remember what round, I think fourth or fifth round. And you called it. Season one of the show, VOG's idea, pick a boy, who are you going to follow? Yep. Sort of like a show keeper draft, if you will. At Stafford. And he is... But he's, he's, I think he's better than Tucker, than Baltimore. Well, also, he's like a third of the way through his career. This guy might be, you might have predicted a Hall of Fame kicker as he's drafted in the fourth round. Harrison Butcher. I want to know. uh, Takes one to no one, kicker to kicker. I wonder if you're going to, and thank you for uh, putting through all the kicking quarries over the uh, years, folks. Yeah. Uh, The odd kicking quotes. And the odd punter shout out. And the month and a half where you were you were just kicking field goals every day. <laughs> Buddy, hashtag quarantine, yo. Yeah, straight up. Field goal Fridays. I'd like to bring it back. I want to see if you're going to identify your own correct 
Go for it, Jeff. Okay. Where, well, I mean, where Jeff was right. Well, Jeff, where Jeff was right. Um, my favorite one, even though it's not as important, is that I right away, and I've talked about this before. I was right away when the when the when John Gruden and the Raiders and Mike May, when they traded Khalil Mack mm. for two first round picks and didn't sign him to a hundred million dollar contract. I'm like, they're geniuses. I I know he's a great player, but as a guy who loves quarterback for like quarterback centric football betting, I'm like, it just doesn't matter enough. They can half double team him and he just won't matter. And now the Chicago Bears can't afford any receivers or good players, and they suck. Well, I actually think they'll win the division this year now. But either way, it worked out pretty good for the Raiders. And the only one who agreed with me was MIT, <laughs> the genius school of the United States. So that was cool. Uh, when a whole bunch of people thought Brady was done starting in season one, I, I was like, no, triple down on Mr. Tom Brady. Looking at you. That's where I was wrong. Uh, Every time against Tom. And when Mahomes was drafted, I watched his college tape, and I'm like, this guy's going to be a rock star. Alex Smith is gone. I wasn't the only one who said that, but I definitely doubled down on it every week. And here we are, the two, the two goats, on, according to Madden. And That's... one more, the Jimmy Garoppolo. Who says that? Two weeks after, after, after week two of last year, fresh from the Super Bowl, I'm like, he'll be a backup quarterback next year. And the only guys who agreed with me are the guys that run the Niners by trading up and drafting Trey Lance and making me right. I said that, uh, I think that was week uh, episode 70-ish, yeah. give or take. Sure. And get your freaking head out of the Niners QB room, all right? <laughs> too much Garoppolo, too much Mullins. Hey. You cheesed off some people and got yeah. real mad for a bit. Hey, that's fine. But none of those are the right one I was talking about. Which one? That's all I got. Your two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. Chasing... The extra point lead when already up seven. Yeah, when you're, if you're if you're if you're gonna kick an extra point to go up eight, you it's, you have to go for two and go up nine. Exactly. They, you kick one means they go for two, right? I, it's tree was, falling in the woods. I would me myself and some analytics people were, were all over it a lot before the rest of the NFL world. I said it early, and they said it on Monday Night Football two weeks later. It felt like a genius. That was uh, that was big time. That was a turning point in the show. I think that gave you a little pep in your step, Hugh. It did. I've always had a little extra pep in my step. I drink three coffees a day, at least. And you do those uh, crazy... Cold uh, showers. Uh, live showers or whatever. Ice cold showers every day. I did three today. It didn't work. What, what are they called? <laughs> life showers? Uh, I call them uh, rebirth showers. Rebirth showers. There you go. Let me tell you. Might take one halfway through this show. Just kidding, folks. We don't edit. This is a run-through. We always do it. Uh, Hugh picks. Oh, you got you got one no, more. No, I was gonna say congrats on surviving both of us. Yeah, we both survived. I had the Packers on Monday Night Football. I was never really sweating it, even at even though they were losing at half. I was trying to make everybody think it was gonna be a sweat. Look out for the Lions, seventeen yeah. fourteen. Um, so you survived with Green Bay, relative no sweat. Sure. Uh, I'm through with the Browns and the Bucks. All right. Went with the two chalks, so this week I'm going to be looking for a gem. I don't want to ride dirty. Um, I might be. I might be making the most obvious pick of the week. I might be. I'm leaning towards Denver. So you're leaning. Denver? I don't have a massive wedding and bachelor party to plan, so I'm not going to lock it in on Monday. But <laughs> so I'm leaning Denver and Carolina. Denver ten and a half point favorites, by the way, uh, at home to the New York Jets and Carolina on Thursday night football. Eight point favorites against some third stringer. Davis Mills, Tom Savage, rookie, not Tom Savage. Matt McGloin, no. Davis Mills. Can can somebody can can fucking the can the Lord up top 
send down a break to Tyrod Taylor. This guy <laughs> wins a game on, on week one with the worst roster. Loves his mother. He's got the Browns on the ropes yep. for two and a half quarters. Sure did. Okay, the Boo Birds were out in the dog pound. Mm-hmm. I was watching most of that game because, you know, when you got your survivor Absolutely. and they're down in the third, you half start sweating. Of, half of our pool had Cleveland, yeah. So, and then, oh, I don't know, he pulled up lame. He pulled grown or something. Anyway, he's down for the count. He's on the IR. And, and David Mills, Stanford guy, is that? Davis Mills. Davis Mills, is he row, row crew with you, Huck? <laughs> sounds like he does. does Dave- he sounds like a, a, a guy who who got Facebook, the Facebook idea stolen from him. <laughs> sounds like he's going to get bitch slapped on Thursday Night Football because the Panthers are rolling. And when else would you take Carolina, right? I already took them week one. Oh, that's right. I got two entries. Uh, so I'm Denver, Carolina, my two leans. Uh, looking at Dallas on Monday night, home opener on Monday Night Football against the Eagles. Maybe some legacy of Deshaun fuck soup coming back. I know he doesn't play for the Eagles, but that's always in the back of my weird mind. The amount of things that you can contribute to fuck soup, it blows me away. Hey, there's a guy who doesn't play there anymore. You know, fuck soup. (laughs) What about Buffalo at home to Washington this week? Eight and a half. That's that's a big number. A lot of people are going to take them. Yeah. Would you? No. Never. Not even. Well, I'm I'm, like. I don't love it. I think you know, I like Denver more. Uh, Buffalo has a home game against the Jets. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Uh, Buffalo also next week has a home game against the Texans. There we go. That that screams. Let's go. Davis Mills. Hey, that Bills D is looking really good. Keep in mind they lost to the Steelers, but that was more based on that punt block. Yes. They were shutting down. You know, I'm not saying Big Ben and their offense look great right now, but they don't look great because they looked because they played the Bills D, and then the Raiders D is better than people think. So the Steelers won 23-16 against the Bills, yep. but seven points seven. on a block point. You got it. And they just finished with 16 against the Raiders. So they've scored 16 points in two games. Mm-hmm. So let's settle down on this pit wheel beater. You still think they're good for their over under eight and a half? Absolutely. Um, yeah, my, I, you know, Raiders at seven wins. You can lock that. In folks, you're welcome. I hope you took it. You got a buyout on that or no? Uh, Did they do the I didn't buyout? even look yet. I'm just, I was just, I'm just gonna ride it. They're okay, gonna do. Okay. It. I got the extra game too. Five games in 15 to, for a push. Five wins in the next 15 games. You kidding me? Anyway, they look good. Darren Waller, like he, he's hard to stop. Legit problem. Uh, yeah, my Hugh picks went three, two, and one. We are. Uh, six, five, and one for the season. That's a mouthful. <laughs> it sure is. Um, you know the Ram- I had the Rams at at, uh, at four. They were going to cover against Carson Wentz and the Colts, except one guy on their special teams. I don't know if you saw this game, folks. There's a lot of stuff happening on Sunday. They're, they're, the Rams are about to punt from their end zone, and the guy who's the right side blocker. Called the opback. The opback behind. Thank you, Mike. Behind the offensive line, just randomly takes two steps, so that he's about six feet, almost directly behind the center. The ball gets hutted into his left arm. He does not react. It's like he's just zoned out and just starts running down the field as if the punter punted it. But the ball hit him in the arm and then just went into the end zone. Uh, Colts recover, change the whole game. What are you doing, bud? And uh, one of the one of the wins I got though, uh, the 49ers. Keep this in mind, folks. I do not like Jimmy G. I don't like him at all. So if you ever see me take them as a favorite, ride with me, okay? Because I didn't <laughs> want I didn't want to do it, but I had to. Got that one. 
Uh, what are you doing, by the way? Nick Sirianni. We'll move on to next week soon. But Eagles coach, it's fourth and three. You're against one of the best athletic defenses in the league. You know, first three chances didn't look too good. Fourth and three, take some points. I know this pissed you off, Mike. I didn't even know that happened in the Eagles game. I wasn't really what. It was a really boring game oh, for I, most of it. Yeah, yeah. Red Zone basically played it for about three minutes. But um, turning down first half points is becoming an epidemic in the NFL. I don't think we, I think that's an underused word now with the global pandemic, but I love a good epidemic, except this one. Kick the goddamn field goal. <laughs> it's fourth down in the second quarter. I'm a big Bills guy. They're up 14 nothing. You got a backup QB. You're on the 12-yard line. It's not like it's fourth and goal mm-hmm. where it's you're going to pin them inside the five. The Lions did it on Monday night. Kick the field goal. You're down one as 12-point dogs in a rainstorm. Yep. Sign me the fuck up. Yep. And you know what? What is going on with turning down non-fourth quarter points? Your guns to your head, Mon- Sunday night. Lamar, Ravens. You- not the same, folks. You go for the win. That's different. Keep your team in the game. It's hard to score. These are grown men. They need to see results and accomplishment. The ball into the end zone. The ball through the uprights. It turns the game. It gives your defense rest. I'm just pulling my hair out like they're young. They're supposed to be this new wave. Wake the fuck up. You know what's going on is that all these teams are now putting analytics guys like, you know, Harvard guys up in their in their ear for these decisions because, you know, a lot of the best teams do do that. And analytics, literally, if you listen to it purely from what I've read, they say basically you go for, you should go for it on fourth and short almost every time, almost no matter what the field position is. Now, again, they don't do that, but they are doing it more and more, especially the young coaches. Uh, but, you know, I heard Mike Lombardi talk about it on his GM Shuffle podcast. Good, good show. And he's like, there's just a human element that the, the stats don't measure. And it's if your O-line is getting destroyed every play, no, fourth and two, you should not run. You should, you should goddamn kick it because, you know, Nick Bosa is just going to come end your play. So uh, it doesn't involve the talent of the man-to-man matchups you have. And anyway, you're, you're, you're more right than you think. How about that? It's yeah, okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> and again, uh, trying to keep the ball, maybe a fourth and one on your own 40, much different than fourth and one on their 22, where you're taking yep. for sure points. Oh, I get trying to keep possession. I get that game, but I'm talking strictly points. Anyway, those of you that watch football with me know that's my biggest pet peeve. I got a new pet peeve brewing as well, Hugh. What's you that? ready? It's yeah, going to sure. come out of left field. Okay. Fantasy goddamn football, okay? <laughs> this fucking game ruins my handicap. I, I am incapable of separating the two with any real success on either. The emotion of it all. No, it's not even the emotion. It's it's the thought process of yards versus win. Uh, stat versus a first down. Just to clarify, are you saying that because you have a couple fantasy guys, you don't want to pick against them? That so creeps it's, so it's, into it, right? That, that can't. But sure, okay. At least we're analyzing ourselves. I, here. I, you know, am am not the most mentally fortified individual. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm about a seventy two percent on the mental fortified scale. All right, anyone who wears their pants up to his nipples got a few screws loose. So, <laughs> it it's bleeding in. 
I could see it in the weird pick. I could see it in our 12-game pool. I'm not sharp. I'm not mossy. I almost bought out of the juggernaut league for half price on the dollar. Okay? I'm going through the motion, Skip. Look out, juggernauts. After week six, our heads-up matchup. Yep. Weird Mike's welcome wagon is a fire sale, man. <laughs> it is sabotage on the juggernauts. Just a fantasy nightmare, right? Eh? Yes. <laughs> so... I'll take as little as a $50 buyout, but I do want to take you on week six. Yeah, let's go. So I'll be in it till week six, but uh, something I've noticed, and to the casual better, maybe you should notice it too. Like, I say, I say it in jest, but perhaps if you got a team full of three or four Jet players, you're not going to take the Broncos this week because you want the Jets to go sure, well. Sure, sure. Right? So, anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, you know... Uh, you mentioned the Lamar fourth and one, you know, yeah. everyone like it's because it's social media. Like everyone just blows it up. Like, you know, I thought that was the easiest call that coach Harbaugh had to make that day. Yeah. You got Lamar, you run fourth and one for the game against the chiefs. You don't give it back to Mahomes. That's so obvious. Like, why'd you even ask your quarterback? Like I was just that nothing, <laughs> nothing. Impre- I was not impressed by that whatsoever. I mean, very impressed by Lamar's performance, not necessarily as a quarterback, but just as a football player. Great win for the Vikings, just for the Ravens. Um, I thought the Chiefs gave the game away. And again, if Clyde doesn't fumble, none of us, none of this is being talked about. None of this. They came close against the Chiefs and lost again. Clyde fumbles. Nothing the Chiefs can do, really. Um, but they got some holes on defense. Real problem. That's why I think the Bills will beat them in the, in the AFC Championship game. Because uh, Josh, Diggs, and the boys are going to find those holes. And the Bills' D looks ferocious. All right? I know it was Jacoby Brissett for most of the game, but that's a good Dolphins team. You shut them out at home. Their second worst loss in home history. There was a brief moment we all thought Jacoby Brissett was the next Tom Brady. <laughs> 20 minutes? No, who, who, 25 minutes? Who, who, hey, who's we? I saw that half. Who's we? Me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the uh, Dolphins are in trouble. and I'm, I'm going to take advantage this week in Hugh Picks. Let me tell you something. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I got, I got this thing came to mind as I was driving here, and I'm like, wow, I want to be the first to say this. So uh, before we get into our picks, and uh, you know, I'm by the way, I love my picks this week. I've liked my picks the last two weeks. I love my, I love picking week three. I always do well week three. Interesting. Also, I think week three is the best week in the NFL season to bet early. Bet the early lines week three. Let me tell you something, folks. Vegas doesn't know yet. About 70% of these teams. They don't know. All Every team's 0-1, 1-1, or 2-0. Like, you know, or 0-2. But all these teams are going to change. Which of these 1-1 teams are just going to win the next 10? Which of these teams are going to end up, you know, 9-8? and eight? Vegas doesn't know. Vegas doesn't know. Don't tell Vegas, because Vegas doesn't know. Uh, if this is a roulette wheel, the Vegas handicappers would actually watch some spins right now. And just see where the ball lands for a couple more spins. So, you know, great example. Uh, you know, the Minnesota Vikings. You know, they're they're zero two. Vegas doesn't necessarily have to just figure out what who are the Vikings really. They got to figure out what does the public think the Vikings are, and then make sort of like a line based on that. So, what what I mean is to bet early is because later in the season, you know, you might pick an early line and. And maybe that line skyrockets because of an injury or, or, you know, Vegas just steams one team. But what you'll, what you'll find is there's going to be a couple lines this week that absolutely skyrocket because Vegas just doesn't know 
kind of who these teams are yet. And uh, I, I'm going to take advantage of them, and I, oh, I hope you follow me because one of them is just glaring to me. And uh, I'll, let me tell you, they rhyme with the Gators. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Um, you know, I'll do my picks, and i got to do my truth of the week because they're, they're pretty separate. But there's a new curse coming to Boston. Yeah. Because what are you doing? Anyway, let's get right into our, our picks. There's some big games. Oh, by the way, quickly, Hawk Media, I, for the first time in our 100 episodes, was a bigger Titans fan than thou. Did you remember the Titans? I remembered the Titans. I believed in the Titans. And then when they were down two touchdowns in the second half in Seattle, I believed. But did they remember you, Jeff? I, I, I hope so. If one of them's listening, that'd be great. <laughs> what was the cash? Uh, yeah, cashed uh, almost 1800 Whoa, big spike for the host. I had the over box game, over uh, Arizona Cardinals, Minnesota game. It was all the 4 o'clock set. Great 4 o'clock set. Great. It was amazing. One of the best. Dallas to I win and Tennessee to win. And then when Tennessee was down, I live bet the shit out of them. It was great. It's almost like they're turning their backs on their traditional 1 o'clock set. Like They throw in a lot of caca. Yeah, and that early set. You got the, you got your Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. So those are three supposedly decent games. Sure. You got your four o'clock America's game of the week. Joe and Troy, love it. Uh, you know, Nance and Romo, fuckboy. Yeah, going to those got some good games. No you know? idea what that. <laughs> uh, not a big Romo guy. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> that's uh, that's one thing I've been on for. And they went half of these episodes. It's also how I know you're a new dad. You just said the word caca. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of that too. Um, Let's get to those Hugh picks. Hundredth episode. Yep. Giddy up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's go right into Hugh picks. You. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. You love the song for a hundred episodes. We ain't stop until Obi calls us and sues us. <laughs> uh, all right. Gold pick of the week. <laughs> They're basically my gold pick of the year. All right? I love them for the season. It's seven wins, and I love them. At the Death Star, minus four points against Jacoby Brissett's Dolphins. Take the Las Vegas Raiders before everyone in Vegas realizes their team's way better than that. And this goes all the way up to six and a half. All right, I'm calling a two and a half to two point wow. change of line. I I don't I don't understand what Vegas could be looking at after that dismal performance against Buffalo. Uh, that they're going to stay within the red-hot Las Vegas Raiders right now who are totally healthy. I don't get it. Uh, good luck blocking Max Crosby. The Dolphins' O-line's awful. Uh, Darren Waller is just a crazy matchup problem. And if you double him, they're going to send rugs through everything. And they got the new T.O. Brian Edwards catching third downs. It's over. Take them. They're going to win by two touchdowns. Big party at the Death Star. All right. Silver pick. Now, let me tell you, folks, there's one team in the league. That is a teeter-totter. They're emotional. They're an institution. And no, I did not take them last week because I know them. All right? The Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to lose two games in a two home games in a row to start their season. Ben's last season. They are minus three points against the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay? The only thing I like about the Bengals is their two LSU guys, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. That's not enough to go against uh, up against who I still think is the number one D in the league. No TJ Watt. That's why the number's low. Okay? 
But uh, Minka Fitzpatrick and Mike Tomlin's Steelers are going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals like they do 95% of their existence. Steelers go 2-1, and one, win by 9 points, and uh, big party in Pittsburgh, the one they were trying to have last week. I, by the way, I think the Bengals are going to be firing their coach after this year. And you know who they're going to move on to, Weird Mike? Who's that? The Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, formerly the offensive coordinator at LSU. All right? Bring it all back. Big LSU triangle and Cincy. I want to go see it. Also, bring back the white helmets. All right. Uh, my bronze pick. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings, another team who's a teeter-totter who I usually get right. I, I, I feel like I know Mike Zimmer. And uh, look, this is Minnesota. They're plus one and a half at home to the Seattle Seahawks. Two teams with heartbreaking losses last week. Last week. One of them deserved to win. The other one absolutely is looking themselves in the mirror right now like, what happened? What are we? Seattle is missing something. They don't have a running game. And they can't stop the run. That's a problem because they got Dalvin Cook at home. And uh, I just, I like the Vikings as a desperate team that still thinks they're pretty good to win this game outright and uh, just kind of start to turn the ship around, not let it get desperate at 0 3. Seattle's missing something. One o'clock game, non prime time for Mr. Cousins. Uh, it's just a game Minnesota's going to win. And uh, yeah, get on it while you can. Take them on the money line. Okay, we got him a plus one and a half for our bronze pick. I am taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one and a half at the Los Angeles Rams. Game of the week, obviously. Sunday night football, Bucks, Rams. Love it. Someone's already calling in. Loving the pick, you know? Uh, look, I don't really, I don't like the Bucks to lose all year. Okay, maybe until the Super Bowl against the Buffalo Bills. They got some tough games, but not many. If they can get through, like two, the Rams. I was telling Coach Palmy, they can get through the Rams. They're thinking perfect season. So this is a big game for them. And it's just if you match up the two teams, the the Bucks just have too many weapons, and that's it. Okay, if you're only beating the Colts by three, you got a problem against the Bucks. Because who are you covering? Jalen Ramsey can't cover everybody. That's just it. That good old line, they're going to protect Tom. And uh, I'm not saying the Rams are going to get destroyed, but uh, Tampa Bay wins by six in a great Sunday night football game. Very high scoring. I don't know what the over is, but I'd probably look at it. Okay, now, my next pick, am I crazy or am I genius? They say the line, Huck, is very, very small between the two. The line Uh, is thin. Thin, there we go. Thank you, Michael. Uh, I've taken the Green Bay Packers every single time they've gone to San Francisco in the last three years. Me and Weird Mike watched on his phone while we were at the Great Cup in Calgary because we were really into into that game that night. A lot of money on the line. I like the Green Bay Packers plus three and a half. I got the much better quarterback, which is the exact same handicap I gave last time. (laughs) But with no Robert Saleh, uh, and Jimmy G just not looking too great last week against the Eagles. I think the Packers got something to prove. Oh, that's is that the Sunday night football game? Correct. That's the Sunday night football game. America game of the week. Game of the Rams. week is Rams Bucks. Okay. Either way, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna take the Packers at plus three and a half. I think they win the game outright in a tight one. And again, it'll just come down to great all world quarterback who's really weird versus very average below average quarterback who's not weird. <laughs> just like. 
big ass porn stars. Well, good for you, Jimmy. You'll be a backup. You'll have plenty of time for that in a couple weeks. You can't get primetime ass as a backup. <laughs> he can in San Francisco. True. There's a lot of porn out there. <laughs> All right. And my final pick, I don't love huge road favorites, so I struggled with this one, but I played the game out in my head and I got to do it. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals minus seven and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Jacksonville's desperate for a first win. I do. I don't hate their offense as much as everybody's been, been uh, chirping them. But I think their defense has performed very poorly. If Houston and Tyrod Taylor can put up that many points against you, Arizona Cardinals with Hopkins and AJ Green and Christian Kirk and all their weapons and the air raid offense, and they're gonna also having to sneak one out uh, over the Vikings where they probably should have had that game. You know, at some point, I think that I think they'll be more efficient on offense. Kyler Murray's gonna run all over the place, and the Jaguars don't have. The tackling ability to, to, to catch him and Kyler Murray will run in two or three touchdowns this game's over so I expect uh, I expect the Cardinals to win by over 10 and cruise to a victory down the swamp and there's your six picks few picks we got Vegas Pittsburgh Minnesota Tampa Bay Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals Hugh quick rebuttal because uh, I got a hundred bucks to give away giddy up Vegas, Miami, serious revenge game. That Saturday night game last year knocked Vegas out of the playoffs. That's right. Uh, with that Fitzmagic face mask blind pass. Oh, my God, yeah. Another win that Gruden basically coached himself out of. Yep. Uh, so I like that. Pittsburgh minus three. It's it's like a pick em on a neutral field. Is yeah. that what they're saying? I, it's minus three right now on the I'll, score. I'll it's three and it. a half a, a couple places, but we base our... While we're recording, while I'm looking right now on the score. Yeah, tell that to everybody again. It's minus three. While we are recording, those are the lines we use based on what the score is giving us. Love the Minnesota pick. Love, love, love it. I feel like that's a sharp one. De- desperation 0-2. Home opener. You know, big Vegas time. is begging for the public. Take Seattle at, at oh, minus one and a half. I got Russell Wilson. There we go. Let's do it. Uh, game of the week. I don't know what's going to happen. Always with these big games versus Tom, it's bigger to the opponent. Sure, Tom wants to win, and we know he's dialed in, but like yeah. the Rams are frothing at the mouth to beat the defending champ and let them know that. So to them, to beat them is far more important to the Rams yes. than it is to Tom, even though they want to win it. Yep. So that's why I'm always hesitant in those big games I know. to you, go with. You've been, you've been not picking Tom in big games for a long time. and. <laughs> SoFi Stadium will not have a shit ton of Buck fans. You were right, by the way, hey? Was, Cowboys Nation at the Chargers yeah, game. It was more than 37,000, folks. Fucking crazy. Uh, Green Bay, San Fran, I, that should have cracked our 100 top moments. Me and you at the Great Cup <laughs> watching the Sunday Nighter on my phone. <laughs> yeah. And legit CFL fans huh, getting mad at us because we're not watching the game and the viewing party that we're supposed to be watching. And I told the guy to buzz off, Pops. <laughs> Yeah, Hamilton versus Winnipeg, <laughs> and Saskatchewan won the Grey Cup. <laughs> um, I actually don't like the ARZ, even though I love betting against JAX. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I think two wins, one kind of flukish. Tennessee didn't have their shit together. Probably should have lost that game against the Vikings. Um, it's just, literally for me, it's Kyler Murray running around. Sure. So and that's the, that's the, the only Jags one I not love. being able to catch him at well, all. Last week, I hated almost all of your picks. This week, I kind of like I went three, two, and one. For some reason, you thought I went like winless. You and just my, don't listen sometimes. In my promo video, I was like, Hugh's going to rebound. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, but, I'm no, above it was a 500. Yeah. 
Solid they got week. screwed by the off back. Yeah. So uh, that's Ponic Bar's favorite position, by the way. Of course <laughs> it is. Special team for life. Yeah, he was he was outside linebacker slash off back back in. So before I Polk give high sixty three. Before I give my weird picks, the gambling donut. Yeah. Which is back on track one and one. Sure. Yeah. Hey, hey. you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, sure. It's on track. It's the hundredth episode, and Weird Mike is dishing out a hundred dollar pro line. To the first person that sends a DM to my Insta, at Weird Mike, as you are hearing this. I don't know when you're listening to it or where you're listening to it, but the first person into my DM, I'm making you a $100 three-game pro line. Do they have to say anything or they just have to message They just got to message me. Obviously, they must have heard it yep. on the episode. Yep. You, you don't get any any other messages like on a regular basis? I do, but they have to message the bet. And just say, I, hey, this is okay. for the hundred dollar bet. Am I the first to get the hundred? Okay, yeah, I just anything. want to clarify. Well, that. fair enough. You know, why don't you do the ninth or something like that? Like the ninth color on a radio show? You know, <laughs> you know, first is better. First is better. First is better. We got the dedicated look who's talkers. Who knows where it'd be? It might be a time zone difference. It might be your buddy in Sweden. Yeah, could be that German broad, Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who knows is gonna get it? Yeah, yeah. the prize is a hundred dollar three game pro line ticket that you send me your three picks. I'm going to make the ticket. Yep. We split the winnings. You, all know, right? you know what's jokes? It's a $500 <laughs> ticket prize. Yeah. You get $250. I get $250, I get which it. includes my 100 back. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So message, heard the promo. Am I first? Yep. If you are, I'll send back yes. Send me three pro line spreads. Yep. Make them no questions asked. I'm not going to rebuttal. Yep. I'm not going to be like, oh, you sure about that? It's not a joint ticket. It's your ticket. Someone takes the Colts and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Not a joint ticket unless it wins. And, <laughs> yeah. 17 of your oldest friends if, are laughing at that so hard right yes, now. Yes, they are. Hernsey's like, I'm not calling in. I don't, of want, course I don't this, want anything to do with this. This <laughs> contest is close to anybody who would have blocked me yeah. on Insta or any of the other social platforms. So. Yeah. Uh, those who follow, hopefully you win. It could be a free 250 for you in your pocket. Let's do it. On to the gambling donut. Weird pick. One and one last week. Hashtag fade the smash is gone. Forget it. You know why? Because we're rolling once again with Teddy. In Teddy we trust. To mile high we go. The biggest spread of the week. Teddy covers. Ten and a half. Wow. Denver Broncos at home to the hapless and flightless J-E-T-S suck, suck, suck. Denver's home opener, 2-0. and Some kind of gift schedule the world gave them that they're 2-0 and going home to the Jets in their home opener. These are circle game, folks. Denver doesn't make the playoffs unless they win this game. I see the cover coming early fourth with a punishing check down fill drive by Teddy at mile high. Sidebar, Zach Wilson, the Jets QB, is a mountain guy. BYU, Utah, born and bred. But how the rest of the team going to respond? They're sitting on sea level in East Rutherford, and they're going a mile high to play a game, and it's surprisingly warm there. Does Utah have the same altitude Absolutely. anywhere close to, to Colorado? It's all, it's all the Rocky Mountains. Baby. Are you sure about that? Utah's got elevation, big time. The only th- when I hear Utah, I just think of people with multiple wives. <laughs> well, you should think about elevation and salt flats and uh, fiscal responsibility. Mormonism? Yes. Uh, LDS, Latter-day Saints, yeah. amongst other things. That was the church that used to come knocking on your door, right? Correct. 
Hey, do you have a minute to talk about that? Of course not. Get out of here. I'll buy some cookies. <laughs> Denver is the smash again. It worked once. We're going to the well twice. Could be a survivor pick as well. So weird Mike's yeah, all in I'm on the Broncos. I'm towards it. The Jets, I mean, I didn't think the Patriots looked great. I just thought the Jets looked way worse than I thought it's they were going to be. more about where Denver's going. Rookie QB, defensive coach, not turning the ball over. Playing the worst team in the league. And one of the most intense home fields, both crowd yep. and nature. Fired up. They're 2-0. That crowd is going to be the raucious. The barrel man. The guy who sits in the front yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. I love barrel. that guy. <laughs> that guy's real. That's probably, that probably cost him a marriage. You know? I was like, how, honey, how long am I going to do this? Shut up and get my barrel. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with license plate guy at the Giants game. <laughs> that guy's a beauty. Yeah. YouTube license plate guy. He's got about a seven-minute yeah, vignette. He's good. It's pretty good. And I'll be sprinkling on the legendary Dallas Cowboys, minus four at home, Monday night football, off a big emotional win at SoFi against the Eagles. I think the Eagles got the worst coaching in the league. Uh, I think they're tryhards. I think they're good. I think it's just, just too much. Dallas got right. Their defense playing pretty good. Tough loss to Tampa. Big win on the road. Home opener, Monday night, bright lights, minus four, sprinkle the Cowboys at Jerry's World. There it is, the gambling donut, which is no longer desperate or stale. No. Not the freshest you've ever had, but you take a bite and you're like, all right. I like those sprinkles. I like those sprinkles. (laughs) Um, Gambling donut. And, of course, the $100 giveaway at Weird Mike. Slide into those DMs. uh, Giddy up. Uh, I like the Cowboys pick. I do. We mentioned this last week, and Macklin reminded me of it. I think Quandry Diggs is slowly tur- like I think he's going to become one of the best corners in this league. He reminds me of a of a of a young uh, Keeb Talib with his aggressiveness, his ability to just stay. Is he a big guy? He's not as big as Keeb, but he's got a wingspan and he's fast. And yeah, I called him Keeb. We're we're boys. We're both we both have podcasts. Drop the A. Catching fades. <laughs> yeah, a Keeb doesn't exactly need a. Uh, um, a, sorry, sorry. a shorter name is it? Is it Quandre or I be, Quandre? I believe it's Quandre. Quandre Diggs. Gotcha. Steph Diggs, brother. Anyway, is from, that right? From Alabama. Yeah, I didn't know. That. Cousin, brother. Anyway, yeah, Diggs went crazy when his buddy, when his brother was drafted or cousin was drafted by America's team. I like that pick. A uh, ten and a half with Teddy B at home. I mean, again, it's just you know Vegas knows the Jets suck. Vegas knows Denver's hot. I feel like that spread should be, you know, nine and a half. But uh, whatever. One point shouldn't make a difference. So uh, I don't hate it. Okay. Uh, I know you're doing giveaways. It's our 100th episode. So we, we've talked to our friends at Team LTD, and we are getting some swag, finally. So we got Look Who's Talking hoodies. Hey. Okay. Come uh, send me a DM at Hughes Talking. If you'd like one, we'll get your uh, mailing information. And within the month, we will get one sent to you. We're also getting a couple shirts made. So we're getting Look Who's Talking, just black hoodies. We'll post, uh, we'll post the design when they're finalized. Pretty straightforward with our logo, the Huck design. As well as black hats with this simple logo. Perfect golf hat. Um, I might even wear it. <laughs> yeah, you don't wear golf hats. I don't no wear way. any hats, bro. I wore, a, I wore a bucket hat dressed as like a Navy gay lifeguard yesterday in the bachelor party. <laughs> How do you not wear a golf hat? I do sometimes. Anyway. You look even younger when you wear a hat. I know. It freaks me out. I got huge ears, too. So, 
Got some real hat hooks on here. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you don't ever lose masks with those big ears? Of course not, bro. I collect them <laughs> by accident. <laughs> um, also, we're going to have a couple of just uh, just shirts that have kind of our, our slogans that we've developed over 100 episodes. Okay, so we got three that I'm going to get made. They'll be in limited supply. So if you do want one, let me know because I'll make extra for you. We're going to have Let's Farvin Go. Nice. Beautiful. Nice logo. And, uh, you know, with the Look Who's Talking logo. Let's Farvin Go. We're going to have uh, one that I think will be one of our best sellers and just coolest ones. Just the Look Who's Talking logo. And then the background in faded print. Hola, bonjour, ni hao, privyet, guten tag. And then Vonnegum kind of lit up. <laughs> yeah, good. And just all the hellos. I think that's kind of cool. Also, good thing to sell to international people on your tour. Um, and one that's just for you, Mike, that I just thought of. Shut up and kick it. <laughs> Shut up and kick it. And you gotta we, we'll make oh. a little make a little logo of a guy just kicking it with like, you know, with like a fist bump. Farvin love it. Yeah, Farvin thought you would. All right. So just send us in DMs at Hughes Talking or send us uh if you know us, just text me. <laughs> um, okay, one last thought uh before we go to shut the huck up and kind of wrap this all up. Also remember, make your bets at betopenly.com. Follow them at betopenly.ca. They are going to be uh, the weekly winners. So our boy Bray, Brayley uh, Pilon won last week's weekly prize with his uh, point spread. Win a 4-1-1. One, and one. Yes, Maddie, I saw. I made the correction. You're 4-2. I've been <laughs> 12 out of 10 trunk, drunk two of the past four days. So I will get this week's standings up on Instagram as soon as I sober up. And uh, yeah, back off. Get your own sandwich, people. Sometimes you know you're flying and fucking everywhere, <laughs> and I'm fucking got a baby and a business. All right, we got you, folks. We got you. Might take an extra day. I got you. Extra extra I got you. If it's wrong, just sending me corrections. You know. Anyway, so we'll have those standings up real quick. But you will be getting twenty five dollars from uh, Look Who's Talking and Bet Openly. But you have to send me a picture of your new Bet Openly account, and we'll send you uh, twenty five bucks via that account to bet with. And keep in mind, it's 1% juice, and the boys are beauties. They're down in Florida just living it up. Follow them on Instagram. Gino. 1% juice, like a Craigslist list. Craigslist list. Um, yeah, that's the tequila. Uh, where you can just find bets that you like. You can also morph the odds to see if anyone else will take it. It's pretty cool. That, that Check like it out. Doing. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, this week's Truth of the Week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. It's our 100th episode, and this might be the 27th truth of the week regarding the greatest football player of all time, Mr. Thomas Brady. But I asked myself the other day after watching Tom Brady just put up 45, watching the Patriots just, you know, barely lose to the Dolphins. How do you get rid of this guy? How do you not just let him fade right into, you know, averageness? Whenever the heck... He becomes, you know, 48, 49 and stops being an all-world quarterback. Hey, your fans will understand that you need a rebuilding year. But how could you let this guy go win rings with somebody else? That's just the coaches being drunk on their own success, thinking we could do this with anyone. It's more us. No. You ever watch football at recess? It's not the teachers, okay? It's the kids playing. <laughs> And I think it's going to cost them because it's a weird town, Boston, man. They're really into themselves. They say, even Tommy said, he's like, hey, you know, I, I was always an outsider there. I was a Californian. And Boston, to Bostonians love Bostonians. 
They're just a weird. So ever since you know they started the revolution, all this stuff. Tea party. Tea party. The curse of Babe Ruth. The curse of the Bambino lasted how long, Mike? 1918 to uh, that stupid fever pitch movie. <laughs> 2006? 2004, 06. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. Long time. I don't think the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl for another 86 years. Wow. The Bills are going to dominate this division for the next decade. Write it down. And you just can't do this stuff in sports. It costs you. Okay? It just costs you. So the new curse... Of Brady, I am bestowing on Boston and the New England area right now. Mark my words, I don't think that the Boston, a.k.a. New England Patriots, will win another Super Bowl until young Catalina Angeletti is married. How about that? You want to do it? You want to do a little feel? You want to, do, you want to no, bet I'm me? Just, bet I'm me? just doing some gorilla math. Catalina's... Uh, starts, the only math you do. Starts dating at 27... <laughs> he gets married at 30, you know, meets a guy at 35, married 43. Sure, I'll take the under. Okay, I so got it. You got you to gotta label the curse, you. Yeah. Is it the Brady Boner curse? Is it? Is, are we going with the B, Boston, Bambino, Brady, the cur- Boner? The like, curse of the double B. The curse Brady of the and double. Belichick. Gotcha. Anyway, that's my truth of the week. How the hell could you get rid of Tom Brady? And your whole city's going to pay for it for like a, half a century. And we'll be on episode 2,507, and they'll be going into the Super Bowl, you know, against Kyler Murray Jr. <laughs> and, he was even uh, smaller. He was even smaller. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts, guys, for uh, listening. Uh, Weird Mike was saying, you know, just a little pop culture stuff. Check out the show Impeachment. Same people who did People vs. O.J. Simpson, my favorite show of all time. Uh, I don't have cable or internet. Up in Muskoka. It's on FX. So I can't wait to watch like a summer's worth of stuff when I get back to the city. I, a little nugget, I was, I used to be a diehard Clive Owen fan. (laughs) Like beyond, (laughs) like anything he was in, I would go see. Like it was, it was fanboy shit. Yeah. And. Yeah, but uh, Romo's the homo. (laughs) (laughs) He's Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Clive Owen is Bill Clinton. I heard it's awesome. Eight part, similar to OJ, called The Impeachment. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, check it out. Uh, anything for Shut the Huck Up on episode 100. Go tight. Giddy up, Huck. Your consistency turns me on. It does. I've managed to fake it for one hour thanks to a nice cold shower, three coffees, and some couple 2.4 beers from Weird Mike. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, bet openly, Team LTD. Big shout out to the three eaters and our boys Phil Nolan and Kayla Nolan and little Emma Nolan and all of our little Look Who's Talkers out there. Uh, Dewey's little guys, Junior, and uh, just all of our Look Who's Talkers. Leo, we, we, we're, we're so supportive, so thankful. And you guys, Andy, Huck Daddy, and Weird Mike. Absolutely, we absolutely couldn't do this without you, honestly. Just to, all the con- to all the contributors. I love you guys. Listeners. Absolutely do. Uh, see you next week, folks, for episode 101. We keep rolling. Peace. I'm on a hundred. Yeah, I said I'm on a hundred right now. We on a hundred. Yeah, I said we on a hundred right now. I'm on a hundred. Yeah, I said I'm on a hundred right now. We on a hundred. Yeah, I said we on a hundred right now. Yeah, you should have left us on a high note. Different city, different.
different time zones. You had me open up for your tour. I leave it looking like it's my show. The fans begging for the encore. Woo!